Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic. I'm your host tonight, and our show is Your Psychic Connection. So I just want to welcome everyone to the show tonight. Uh, thanks for calling in. We've got a really neat topic. Um, I've got to tell you, I was with my grandson the other day, and you know, most of my listeners know that uh, a lot of my family is psychic, okay? Um, so I've got my grandson. Uh, he'll be joining the show uh, he and a friend, uh, one of his friends, we suddenly got on the topic of um, scrying mirrors. And I think they're very interesting. Uh, they go back a long way. And we're going to explore the topic of scrying mirrors and just the topic of scrying and how does it work. If you want to make a scrying mirror, mirror, we can tell you how to do it. And then 
see if it's something that you want to do. Do you want to do you want to start using scrying mirrors? If so, what's the purpose? Should you be careful? Um, is it a little like automatic handwriting? You know, you know me. You guys know me already. I'm a a very big um, believer in getting a little protection going on before you tap into the other side. So that's my thought. But let me take a peek here, see if my grandson, uh, Will, is on the other line. Uh, Bill, is that you? It sure is. Okay. All right, so, um, we, you know, you and I were talking the other day about scrying mirrors with one of your other friends. And when we were talking, he said that I believe it was, what was, is it Sleeping Beauty? That was the... Yeah, we were we were originally just talking about Disney movies, and we got on the topic of uh, Sleeping Beauty. And uh, I was talking about you, and he was really interested in the work you do, and he even brought up um, the mirror, mirror on the wall because um, yeah. he was curious. He's like, he's like, is that something that she does? I mean, she looks in the mirror. I get that, and uh, yeah, it is something that she can do because. You know, not to brag, but you're very psychic and very powerful. Uh, and he was so Thank interested you. in learning about scrying. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, just, now you know, though, that I I have been doing scrying for over 30 years. Only yeah, I need you're a lot coffee to scry into. I, that's what my coffee is all about. When I pour a cup of coffee for everybody, I have to have a black surface, so it's got to be very dark uh, brown. It's got to be dark coffee the darkest I can make it, and then as I pour the cream into it, that's where I get the images. So I literally scry into the coffee, and I've been doing that for over 30 years. Um, and, you know, you and I were talking earlier this evening, Bill, when we were going over some of these, um, the different topics, and we were talking about what other items people do scry into. So what other things were you finding out, Bill, that people, and some people call you Will, I call you Bill, so if, if I if you guys hear me say Will and Bill, it's a grandmother's right to call him by his nickname. <laughs> Is the name I was raised with. I just want to say that ahead of time. I know we're getting a little weird feedback here, um, so I just want to let our listeners know that that weirdness and the feedback I'm um, not sure what it is, but it's not any dead spirits coming through just to let, let it board. No, I think it's um, uh, a thing going on with the phones here. Okay. So to yeah. answer your question, uh, we did get on this topic, and we kind of uh, dove a little bit deeper into uh, the many ways that you can scry. And that's what was really interesting because I didn't – I was just, you know, more so talking about scrying. I know that you you kind of use scrying into your coffee, but – I guess there are such things as, you know, scrying with the mirror. You know, that's where the Disney movie Mirror, Mirror on the Wall came from. There's also, you can scry with water, fire. Hmm? Most commonly, uh, scrying is used using a crystal ball. That's when you see, like, uh, the psychic using the crystal ball to see into someone's future, past, present. There are so many different ways to scry, and that's what, I guess, for me, makes it so interesting because if you pay attention, scrying has, it's not something that's new, it's something that's gone. Oh, are you there? Are you there, Bill? 
have lost him. Ugh. All right. Well, if that's true, yep, it looks like he dropped, but I think he's calling back in. So, um, so then Bill was mentioning how we have how we have the um, crystal ball. So I will use the crystal ball sometimes, and I think Bill is back on here. Let's take a peek. Bill, are you back with us? I am. I lost you for a second there. We we did. That's okay. Um, so you were talking about the crystal ball. There was one thing that we were talking about earlier that you didn't mention, and I want to cover all these things you just mentioned because I think once – you know, when I teach my psychic development classes, I teach people that there are certain things that they're good, you know, uh, find what you're good at. Are you clairvoyant, clairaudient? Are you, um, you know, what are you exactly? And then we focus on that. Well, so I've been scrying for all these years. So when I used to do my show with Bill Barker, he would laugh at me all the time because I would tell him that I was taking a bath and suddenly, and this is the God's honest truth, you guys, suddenly the bubbles on the top of the bath water would start forming pictures. Now, that's just how my brain is used to picking up information. And um, so, I mean, I was getting such accurate information on the top of the bath. In the bath, I was going like, holy Toledo. So, of course, I've got to write all my information down. And and I'm just going to do a little side note here. I think that as I have dated through the years, I found that sometimes having this kind of gift can kind of creep some guys out a little bit because there was a gentleman that I dated a long time ago, and um, he had an ex-girlfriend that was starting to call him while we were dating. And, of course, you know how that goes. It's always an uh, interruption in a relationship. But all of the information when I was taking a, a bath was starting to come through. And I would call him during the day, and I'd ask him, did so-and-so call you today? And he said, yes. Is this what she said? Yep, that's what she was talking about. And I really think that was freaking him out. But that's kind of weird. Okay, that makes sense. You like to take so many baths now. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. You know, but one thing you didn't mention here, Bill, was the smoke. That people through the centuries have ascribed to the smoke, like the Native Americans, and uh, like there are certain rituals that work with smoke. And I don't know if I told you this, but the very first time that I was taught how to ascribe to the coffee, it was through my sister-in-law's cousin. Uh, she's Hispanic, and she showed me that in the Hispanic culture that they would take a black cup of coffee, pour the cream into it, and they'd see the images in the coffee. But then she also showed me what they would do. Would they take a um, they would take a frying pan, a very hot frying pan, and they would take a lemon and they would burn the lemon in the frying pan. And you'd have to watch the smoke coming up from the frying pan, and that's when you'd spray into the smoke and you start getting images. And I thought, well. I don't know that I ha- I didn't know that I really wanted to burn lemons a lot and start doing that when I had a fresh cup of coffee in front of me every day, like many right. times a day. So I chose to go with the coffee, but I was shown also how to uh, scribe to the smoke too, and I don't think I ever told you that. I don't think you have ever told me that, and that is really interesting because I have read that uh, smoke, uh, I guess smoke scrying is a way to scry, and I was curious, like, how does that even work? That is interesting. I guess there's really 
um, no right way to be psychic or no wrong way to be psychic either. <laughs> That's true. I, I've actually mentioned to people, I met a lady who said, if you give me your leather coat, I can hold your leather coat and I can read, I can read information from you from your leather coat. I'm like, really? And another girl told me that she, if you draw a picture of a tree, she can read your whole life by the picture that you drew of a tree. So you're right. There is no right way. Yeah, there's no wrong way. It's just what works for you. That is interesting. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I really try to help my students figure out what what their gift is, and then we go to Excel and working hard on building their gifts. Um, so, you know, I was uh, exploring this topic a little earlier. Now, you and I know that a couple months ago we were in a store, and I was looking at a couple of these um, these picture frames that looked like they'd make perfect scrying mirrors. But I, I just kind of chose to pass those because um, I want to get into making some scrying mirrors myself. But how is it that people, I mean, I want to to touch on what people will be getting involved with when they do this, but I also want to touch on how to make scrying mirrors. So do you remember how to do it, or you want me to go ahead and share with people how they can make scrying mirrors, or what do you think? Uh, I would be more than happy to tell you um, how to make a scrying mirror. It's funny you put Okay, go uh, ahead. I don't think I told you, but we, uh, me and my friend John, we actually made two scrying mirrors yesterday night. And Great! Yeah. And, of course, I, believe me, every time I do anything psychic, you are always there in my head. Always envision yourself in white light and just protect yourself like no other. It does not yeah. hurt. So Perfect. one of the first things we did was find, uh, <laughs> you can use any frame. We found a picture frame that we felt personally connected with. We took the glass, set it on a surface, and we spray-painted it black. And we did this a couple times. Um, We held the glass up to the light to make sure Mm -hmm. that uh, it was fully black and you could not find anything coming through the glass, like any light coming through. After it dried, uh, we wrote a prayer on the back of that black glass Um, just as a further step to protect ourselves and what we were calling forth to make sure it was um, through the light of God and, you know, a positive entity and nothing negative. Beautiful. Uh, And then whenever I do, anytime I do spiritual work, my, I guess what works for me uh, is I light some incense, I light a white candle, and then I have a few of my stones around me to draw energy from and that seems to work for me. And that's, that's I guess, that's the process that I use. Um, that's probably one of the more simpler processes, but it works for me, I guess. Yes. And if you have yes. anything to add, please do. Well, they say um, that when you do this, and I, I actually use a big mirror myself, and I'll go into that in just a minute. Um, they say that when you do this uh, scrying, that you're actually getting in touch with your higher self. Now, I I don't know that I completely agree with that. Uh, I think it's more than your higher self, and when I think about scrying mirrors, I, I kind of feel like it's opening up into a vortex on the other side. Now, um, everyone's different, and um, when people start doing their work, 
you know, uh, one of the interviews I was watching earlier, this woman was saying it's clear, it's clearly all about your higher self. But when I've been doing my work with the mirror, I actually set up a mirror in my hallway, and when I do my psychic readings, I can gaze into that mirror, which is very far away from me, and I see people's dead relatives showing up there. And they're on. They stand in my hallway on the second floor, and I have a landing, so I literally see one story up, where these dead people are standing there talking to me and giving me information. Yeah, that's great. And I, you know, I've yeah. actually witnessed this, and that mirror has come in handy on a number of your readings and even your seances. And yeah. I mean, yeah. it's amazing what you see. Because believe me, I see you see these things sometimes. I'm like, what is she looking at? Can I see it? <laughs> oh, you're yes, you can. Yes, you can. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. So, um, so then when you guys did this last night, Bill, did you practice any scrying last night, or or what was happening? Did you guys just make it and didn't do it yet, or what happened? Uh, we did ended up making it, and we have not practiced uh yet. That's something we're actually planning on doing later today after talking about it with you on the radio. Uh, we're going to get we're going to dive a little bit more into that and see uh um what I guess after this conversation what I'd like to bring to the table or at least talk about uh with my friend later and see what we can we can see and manifest. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, I want to say I want to say one more thing about this too. I um do you remember do you, I don't know if you guys remember but in every generation there's always something scary and I remember from years and years ago there was this um thing that the kids used to do when we were in high school. I think I know exactly what you're And talking it was called uh, Mary Worth, Mary Worth. And uh, what people would do is they'd go ahead and they'd go into a darkened bathroom and you were supposed to go ahead and Chant you were supposed to be able to go ahead and um, look in the mirror and twirl yourself around, I don't know how many times, and then stop and stare back in the mirror. And, oh, my God, I mean, the reports that there were, there were there were reports like um, spirits coming through the mirrors and people scratching their eyes out and all that other crazy stuff. So, you know, we're going to take some uh, callers in just a minute here. I just want our listeners to know that this is a live call-in show. Uh, the number is 347-633-9404. And uh, give us a call. If you guys have any any questions about the scrying, I know you've got some psychic questions, give us a call for that too. But any scrying stories, any mirror stories, anything like that, any Mary Worth stories, give us a call and let us know what happened. Um, yeah, that's what I want to say about that. Bill, do you have a comment on that? Did you did you guys do anything like that in high school with your friends? Oh, or? absolutely. Growing up, we would, except you said it was Mary Worth. I guess for my generation, it was, you know, we said Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And you oh, were, did uh, you really? <laughs> yeah. God, our name has changed over the years. <laughs> yes, it has. And it was more of a, like a Halloween sort of thing you're supposed to do with your friends or something you got dared to do, very, you know, child, kind of pretty much childish, it was. But it was a lot of fun to be, you know, creeped out with your friends. Um, yes, one of the things yes. I was actually researching, and you said you just said it yourself, you know, like through the generations, you know, this is something we did. You did 
Mary Worth um, in high school, I was looking online, and it was even said, these are like pictures from like the 1930s and 40s, but it was said if you looked in the mirror long enough, you would see your future husband. Now that's wishful thinking. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm going to try that as soon as the show's over. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me know how that goes. So so um, now this is not the same thing, but it's kind of the same thing. Okay, so this is a little exercise for you guys to try. Now, uh, this is also a form of scrying. So scrying, the act of scrying, the art of scrying, totally opens up your psychic abilities, everybody. It opens up your psychic eyes. You start getting information uh, coming through from your either higher self. You know, I personally think it's from the other side as well. But there's um, an exercise that you can do. You want to do it with a friend that you probably know. And you guys will stand in front of each other, and you're supposed to take your right hand and place it over their heart. So your hand is on your friend's heart, your friend's heart hand is on your heart. While this is happening, you're supposed to be, you know, staring into each other's eyes. So this is a form of scrying because you're gazing. So you're looking into their eyes, and you're really not supposed to be blinking at all. And when you're looking into the other person's eyes, you're going to start seeing that their face will change. And you can see their face turning in. If they're a woman, you can see it turning into a man with a beard, uh, a sailor, a king, a prince, um, a nurse. I mean, the faces that come up on this other person that are not from this lifetime are amazing. And I've actually seen alien faces coming up. I mean, that, to me, was amazing. So I don't know if you've tried this exercise yet, Bill, but um, this is something that I suggest to other people because it's fun, and that that one is a form of scrying, but it's not scary. Yeah, that is a lot less scary because you have someone there with you and your hands are on each other's heart. That would definitely uh, calm me down a little bit. I know, the heart connection, right? I think that's the thing right there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Hey, look, so why don't we take a call here. Let's see uh, Let's see who's online with us tonight and see if we can help these guys out. Okay, Bill? Sounds good. All right. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who is this? My name is Vicki. Hey, Vicki, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Well, I'm good. I've heard such wonderful things about you, and so I had to call in, and I'm not too familiar with the scrying, but... I was wondering if you can tell me what my future in that glass ball that we have all over may show up. Okay. So you want to so now what I like to do um just for the sake of the show, we like to ask one specific question and then I'm going to sure. gaze into my coffee for you. So uh what are you looking at more business, love? I'm looking probably at the relationship with my mother. All right. Well, now here's a very good sign. Your coffee is going clockwise, and yet I felt, I don't know, did you have any tears shed or any upsets with you and your mom, honey? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, it looks like things should be either ironing themselves out or getting better. Um, I do see angels around your mom right now, I've got to tell you. And... um. Did your mom get sick or did somebody else get sick recently, Vicky? Did what? Did your mom or somebody else recently get sick? Um 
she was sick, yes. Oh, good. Very good. All right, thank you. And because I was seeing angels around your mom, and um, there was something else that came in there. Well, the way that oh, did anyone have some female problems? Mm, not that I know of. Okay, so I'm going to knock on wood, even though it's really glass, uh, glass table. Uh, knock on wood, and I would want I would want to make sure that everyone's taking care of their health. That's what I want to say to you, and around the female area. Okay. Okay. But mm-hmm. to me, it looks like your relationship with your mom will be getting better. So that's that's going to be, uh, of course, you guys both have to be proactive on that one. Really? Yeah. Has it seemed a little insurmountable? Oh, the past twenty years or more. Okay. So, are you a big prayer person, or are you willing to try something new? Sure. Okay. So, I tell people, and this is what you want to do. You want to go ahead and probably in the middle of the night, you want to call on your mom's spirit when everyone else should be sleeping. And in your mind's eye, you want to say, Mom, please come and tell me what did I do wrong. And let her tell you what you did wrong. Now, sometimes it might take a couple of days for her to really fess up to what's really bothering her. And when she tells you what you did wrong, just say you're very sorry. You didn't mean to hurt her feelings. Okay. And normally doing this exercise several times, it seems because you're in the, you're working in the spiritual field here, Vicky. You're not working on the physical where the ego jumps in. You're actually at the spiritual level. So you don't want to call right. you don't want to call your mom and be attacking. You know, you hurt me, la la la. You just want to get in there and say, Mom, please come to me and tell me. You know, why can't we resolve this? What's going on for you? I, you know, I want to have our relationship return to normal. I want a better relationship. And as you do this exercise, you will see that this will break down the walls because you're working, again, in the spiritual level. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, good luck. And you know what? Please call me back and let me know how that works for you, okay? You know, I'm going to do that because I have a friend that calls you regularly, so I'm interested in talking to you again. Oh, Vicki, thanks very much. And and just to let everyone know that I do do, uh, if you want a more in-depth reading, uh, you can give me a call at uh, 219-940-9292, and we can set something up as well, okay? Okay, thank you very much for your time. All right, you bet. Bye-bye. Bye. So, uh, Bill, did I ever tell you about that exercise? That is an amazing um, prayer. And it also, uh, the other prayer that I like to mention to people is the Opono prayer. And uh, I think it goes something like, uh, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, and thank you. Or it could be, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And uh, the Opono prayer is a very powerful prayer as well because um, I believe it originated somewhere out in Hawaii and there was a therapist that started it and um, he literally was in a, he was working in a prison and he wanted to heal all these um, inmates. And so he asked the warden um, if he could do this with the prisoners and the warden said, sure, and he started bringing the prisoners to his office and he said, no, no, just bring me their files. And he did this prayer praying over all the files and what I heard uh, um, was that 
all of the inmates got healed, and I guess in that prison they can let them go or whatever, but the, the prison had to close down. So that was pretty, pretty amazing. That story, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you yeah. asked if I've heard, if you've told me this before. No, you have not told me these before. Um, so is there going to be a book coming out called Psychic Secrets? Because these are some really nice tidbits of information. Right. <laughs> totally, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, uh, really. you know, prayer is everything. People, you know, people sometimes wonder, okay, so you're praying, but why pray? Well, it's like taking psychic fuel and putting it in somebody's tank. So if you're praying for healing for somebody, please don't think that it's not like, you know, God's not hearing you or whatever. That energy is literally going toward that person for a healing. And uh, the point of the matter is sometimes, you know, people will die. That doesn't mean that they weren't receiving your healing or your prayers. It means that they're, that certain things were meant to happen. But your prayers will, will still help their healing, whether it's mental, emotional, it'll help them, you know, on the other side, things like that. So I still am a very big believer in prayer. I'm also a very big believer in clearing up any negative energy that you have down here because you don't want to take it with you because that only creates more karma and you get to come back around and finish the karma another lifetime from now. So I just think, you know, clean it up now and um, get rid of the baggage, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And get I like, I guess I really like the the part where you said even if it doesn't help them immediately, either in this yeah. lifetime or after lifetime, you know, they're taking that prayer with them and that is helping them. Um, yes, it totally is. That's something I've it heard totally before, is. and I, I really, I really love that. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, let's see who else we have online. Okay. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who is this? I don't know. Yes, Am I on? You are. Yes, you are on. Who's calling? Oh, I am on? Oh, no, I no warning. Um, yeah, I had a question. Um, I was recently in the hospital, and I was maybe on a few painkillers, but a couple days into it, I I woke up in the night, and I looked, and there was a little girl just for two or three seconds looking up at me, a little blonde girl. That, is, who is that a is that a spirit? Is that what who it was very real for about two seconds. Um and I, it kinda of freaked me out. I wondered who that well, can I ask child what your name was. is, ma'am? What's your name? Elizabeth. 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 Elizabeth, yeah. I think you just had a very beautiful experience here with um I believe a little dead girl. But the question I'd want to ask, with this little girl looking up to you like that uh, number one, I think that's very beautiful. It was a spiritual experience. And I'm kind of questioning, do you have kids? I do not, but this little child had her hair was glowing like it, like I've never seen. It was it was beautiful, almost like angel hair, but blue eyes, and she was very happy. She was playing with a little block or something, and she looked up at me, and I thought, what is that? <laughs> it just freaked wow. me out. I was like, what is that? Child. And well, I thought, did she die in this room? Or I wasn't sure, you know. Um, I don't know. I was in the hospital. So, um, 
Now, I just wonder, and the reason I ask is that uh, years ago, in like 1982, I was in France, and I got in trouble there. I was kidnapped, and there's a whole, horrible things happened to me. But I um, purchased a picture of a little blonde girl on the street when I was there, and I thought, I thought later, I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a connection between the two, or maybe that's just a coincidence, but... I seem to have a little blonde girl. <laughs> Whenever I'm in trouble, she seems to be around. I don't know. Um, well, as I mean, soon as you to... said to me that she had the angelic hair, like the glowing hair, right away that oh, yeah. made me think that she's your angel. Really? Because she's only like yeah. four or five years old. I mean, she's just a little tiny girl. Um, well, yeah. our spirit guides can come in at different ages. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, they can come in at different ages. They can help us. I mean, especially the fact that you, that she's got this this golden glowing hair, number one. That's more spiritual yep. than just a, a regular dead little girl. Uh, number two, right. you had already pitch, uh, purchased a picture of this little girl with blonde hair in Paris, which would kind of make me think that somehow unconsciously you were already having some sort of connection with this blonde little girl. So now you've got a picture of this blonde little girl. Now she's showing up when you're sick and, and sick enough to be in a hospital, Elizabeth. Right. Yeah, I had a pretty traumatic surgery, but and it was uh, it was very lifelike. I mean, really, I was just about two seconds, um, but she was right there, and I thought, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So my question to you, my question to you is, when she looked at you. It kind of said you were. She was looking at you, kind of adoringly, kind of, right? But she was just very, very happy. She was just playing, and happy, big smile, big blue eyes. You know, real happy little kid. You know. Yes. So. Yes. So, how did you feel when you saw her? Um, I was, I was just kind of surprised. I did, I, you know, because it came out of the blue, and I thought. I, you know, I don't know. I was just surprised, I guess. Um, I was happy that she was happy, but I didn't know who she was, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and I you know, I have seen other spirits before, you know, my uh, my partner's uh, mother passed away, and I saw her standing there one night for about two seconds in the dark. And, so, and, and on occasion, I've heard my best friend speak to me in the night, you know, hear her, her, her voice. So, you know, I, I have a little bit of a connection, so I think I do have some ability to, you know, connect with the other side. But uh, this was uh, totally unexpected and uh, just a beautiful child. Um, I just wondered if it was connected to me or if it was a kid who died in the room or I wasn't even sure. And then later I thought about the picture I'd purchased and I thought, huh, last time I was in trouble, you know, <laughs> Yeah, maybe you know, just seems odd to me. Um, yes. Well, just the fact that just the fact that again, right after you saw her, you somehow are in touch with that picture again that you'd gotten from years ago. That would tell me that she's definitely there, like watching over you. Oh, well, that's good to know. Nope. Yeah. I, I just yeah. hope she's not somewhere. You know, I just um, you know, I thought, you know, is she is she there? What? Okay. Well, that. That's interesting. Have to uh, keep my eyes open. Hope I'm not in trouble again. But you never know, you know. <laughs> but at least you know who you can call on now. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. That's Little right. Elizabeth. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, All right, well thanks, thanks for calling us. 
Okay, take care. It's a wonderful story. Thanks, Elizabeth. Good night. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God, you guys, what a great story. And here, you know, Bill, this, when uh, when you listen to people's stories about um, their connections or their interactions with people on the other side, uh, you really do want to look at all the details, what's going on. Again, we can see for Elizabeth that uh, this little spirit has shown up apparently a couple of times here in different ways. Um, so I think that's... Um, kind of like very lucky for Elizabeth to have this beautiful little girl. I've seen a lot of dead people, by the way, and their hair does not glow golden. Uh, You know, when I think about this little girl's beautiful blue eyes, when we do the exorcism work that we do and we work with the angels, the angels normally have brilliant blue eyes. So, um, so Elizabeth, if you're still listening, it's really important to know that. The fact that she could see the child so clearly, I mean, that's a gift in itself. You aren't kidding. Totally. Totally. Yeah. You know, and there's so many things that happen for me during the week I normally like to share with people. You and I were talking earlier, and I said, oh, there's a dead guy in the kitchen. And if you remember me saying that, it's like, oh, I just saw a dead guy there. I'm just so used to having people pop in from the other side. It's like, oh, somebody's dead there. And sometimes they just walk through and, you know, they're doing their thing and then they just uh, head out. So sometimes if they stay long enough or if they really present themselves, you know, then we can get into some sort of dialogue. You know, I wish, I wish, um, I guess there was more of a reaction for me. Uh, When you say, see a dead guy, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, another one. I know. (laughs) I'm telling you, they flock to you. Right? Too funny. It's not like, I, I'm trying to remember this was, um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I I think even you had said that um, yeah, I had to go on vacation and uh, you had spent the night here and you had felt the presence of somebody at my house and it was a little um, unconcerning for you or disconcerting for you. You were a little... You're like, hmm, who is that dude? And um, I'm just so used to, like, when I wake up at night, I've seen figures standing over my bed, and, you know, it's like somebody standing at the foot of my bed or at the side of my bed, and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, look, i got to go back to sleep now. So, you know. Um, so it was like, well, who are you, and what are you doing in this woman's bed? Well, not in the bed. I mean, that was – that was – yeah. that was – that was another story. So I will I will tell you this little story. I had one of the ladies last week uh, say that she really enjoyed my stories, uh, and they're so they're just so interesting to me too, uh, because it's all about the spirit world. I had this man traipsing back and forth. This dead guy or this dead person. I it felt like a man, so I assumed it was a man. He was traipsing back and forth in front of my bed, and. I finally said, who are you? And I could get no information. It's like, you know, can you tell me who you are? What do you want? What, you know, why are you here? I still couldn't get any information from him. So I said, look, just visit me in my sleep. Tell me what you want there. So I went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night, clear as a bell, clear as a bell, just like Elizabeth, saw this little girl. There was a man in my bed. He was looking. He was looking at me like, "Hey, baby, 
And I'm going like, dude, get out of here immediately. That's I didn't mean come and visit me that way. And this was a dead guy. Grandma, I know oh, you oh want to hug. Oh my God, I'm cracking up. I'm like, get out of here. Huh? I said I know you're looking for a man, Grandma, but you got to be a little bit more choosy and make sure he has a pulse. The- <laughs> I prefer them living, Bill. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, this guy was dead and rude. <laughs> Too funny. All right. Um, all right. So let's let's go on and see who else we have here tonight, okay? All right. All right. Here we go. Hello, caller. Hi, Jorianne. Hi, who is this? This is Judy. Judy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, what can I do for you tonight? Well, I first want to report that you did a reading for me last summer, and I think we had like five or six money cards. Yes. And you told me that I would have no problem with money, that apparently... Like, whatever I was doing, it was right. And my experience has been since that time that I don't I don't lack for money. Oh, my God. Congratulations. So thank you. You're so welcome. If, if I'm doing a reading, and if you don't mind me commenting, if I'm doing a reading and you had all these money cards come up, I get excited for you guys because whether it's a regular flow of money or, like, one of the girls I'd seen, you know, she was just glowing, and I said, you'll never want a day again for a dollar in your life. Told her she was going to Vegas. She won over $12.5 million four months later. I mean, oh! I see this stuff. She did. I swear to God, she did. And I am so glad that your money is so situated because you deserve it, you know? Thank you. You're welcome. So what can I do for you tonight? So I want you to, like, take a look and see if there is a man in my future. Judy, you got a ton of cash. <laughs> okay. okay, I'll look. Let me see. Thank you. <laughs> totally. All right, let's see. Oh my God, yes, honey. Has there been somebody? Has somebody been trying to contact you from Facebook, or uh, has there been anyone that? Um, I mean, really trying to look you up somehow. And this does feel like somebody. This feels like somebody that you know already. He's a really adorable. He's got dark hair, and I see him either looking at you or looking for you. Well, there's a, a, a man who uh, I dated, I think, ten years ago. That he's still a friend of mine and still part of my life, and has his own, like, has a girlfriend. But no, I no, this man is single. No, ma'am. No way, Judy. This right. guy is looking for you, and he's ready to want to be in a relationship. Well, he hasn't shown up yet. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, patience, patience, patience. <laughs> See, maybe you need another Looking reading, Judy. <laughs> so we can see where you're coming from. Yay. So. All right, well, I'm ready. That's fun. Thank All you. All right. All right. Hey, you have a great night. Let me know what happens, okay, Judy? Okay, thanks, Joy. Bye-bye. Right, take care. Bye. Bye. 
Oh, Bill, I've got to get I've got to get um like a cowbell or something when I get these these hits because I love the validation and uh, what's really weird is I know I get feedback anywhere from in the moment up to 25 years, but uh, the other day I started hearing 30 years and I mean you know getting feedback after 30 years. I've been doing this work a long time, and um, it's just amazing the stuff that happens. So I just I just appreciate it when people call up. So thanks, Judy, for that feedback. All right. Well, you know what? We've got a couple more callers here. I want to make sure we get everyone in. So let's see who we have next online. All right. Miss Popular. Hello. There you go. Hey. Hi, caller. Who is this? Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne. How are you tonight? I'm going good. I want to say, when do you see a man for me? I know. Let me take a peek here. Hey, Suzanne, what's, what town are you calling from? Long Island. Long Island. All right. Well, you know, what's really weird is I heard California. No, I don't around a lot. <laughs> no, no, but have you been doing any kind of, like, online dating, perhaps? No, not at all. Okay, so when I'm hearing this, um, when I'm here in California, you may meet somebody that has lived in California or has some connection to California. So remember I said California, okay? Okay. Now I'm also hearing September around you, so I would venture to say you're probably going to be probably meeting somebody before September of next year. But I will tell you I've got a beautiful puppy in the coffee here. So do you have any puppies, Suzanne? Nope. Okay. So watch for a puppy coming into your life or somehow, I don't know if it's going to come into your family's life, but it's a perfect picture and this is a puppy. So how he's going to fit into your life, man, puppy, I think... I don't know if you get the puppy first or if the puppy comes along with the relationship. Okay. Oh, I can't have a puppy here where I live. <laughs> well, well, that's for now, though, right? So if this man comes in, you're not going to know what's going to happen with that, though, because things change. Do you but know isn't anything it about harder with, in Long Island? I mean, when you guys have houses out in Long Island, don't you guys normally try to stay there because it's a very... Um, I, my words are losing me, but it's important to keep your apartments out there, your houses, isn't it, out there? Well, I just live in a, an apartment. It's kind of premium, I think. No, well, not really. It's a little studio on Long Island. Okay, good. Then you can get out of there and move in with your boyfriend. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> well, let me know what happens, okay, Suzanne? But do you know anything about him, like his age or what he does for a living? or? Uh, he almost feels a little coppish to me. He kind of feels like security or cop, or I don't know if he works for the prison system, but he feels like he's got that kind of um, mentality or background. Hmm. But you don't know how old he looks? No. No, I sure don't. And I haven't I met him before, I don't before think next so. September? I would, I would wait for him uh, before September. Hmm. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, let us know what happens. Thanks. All right, bye. All right, let's see who else we have here, Bill. You know, Bill, I've said, I've said to a lot of other people, um, 
you know, somebody coming in, they look like this. It's amazing how these people show up, and it's it's so interesting, but it's amazing how they show up. Okay, let's see who else we have. Hello, caller? Hello. Hello. Hi, who is this? This is Tyra. Hey, Tyra, how are you? I'm doing good. Just got done doing homework. Okay. All right, so what question do you have, Kyra? Um, well, I'm in a new relationship, and I'm in school, so I wanted to know how is that going, or how is it going to go for me? All right, let me take a quick peek here. Now we've got a couple more callers after you, so we're going to try to get to everyone's call right now. Okay, so your specific question is how is school going or how is the relationship going, honey? No, how is the relationship going? Okay. All right, now in the coffee you've got a lot of bubbles here, and the bubbles are always good luck, good fortune, wishes coming true, so that part's very good. Okay. And it kind of looks like part of the coffee is going backwards, so that would tell me that there's uh, that there should have been or there may be some uh, stress or uncertainty that's happening around this relationship. Yeah. And um, also, have there been any bitter words or anything yet, honey, here? Because I see somebody being a little snaky. Um, we did kind of have an argument yesterday. Okay. All right. And, uh, well, I don't get that he's planning on leaving just yet. So I would say, you know, see if you can work this out with him. He doesn't feel like he's a bad person. But uh, but I don't know that I can say for sure that, like, he is the one. But, um, you know, sometimes we have to go through these relationships and this court, the courting and courtship and stuff like that to find the right one. So, you know, give me a call back and let me know what happens. Uh, again, if you do need a, a longer, more in-depth reading, and, and that's for anyone. We can only go so far, of course, on the show uh, with little bits and uh, tidbits here. You can always give me a call at 219-940-9292. All right. All right, thanks. All right, so let's see who we have online next. All right, caller, welcome to the show. Hello? Hi, who is this? Oh, my God, Joanne, it's Aaron. Aaron? Oh, my God, this is really Aaron? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding, it's me. I have got to tell you, I was thinking about you earlier. You know that, right? Um, I kind of had a feeling. That's why I texted you, and now I'm calling in. Oh, my God, that is so great. So, so what's going on? Um, there's a lot I'm going to tell actually. you guys this, too. Hang on, hang on one second. There's such a really weird feedback, and I just want to apologize to everybody because I really have no idea what to do with the feedback. So um, I'm just going to apologize for it, and we're just going to deal with it. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead. What's going on, honey? Um, there's lots going on, and actually I've been thinking about you a lot, and um, this whole scrying in the mirror thing, I yes. think that is where I get my, you know, because I take my pictures, and I get my pictures in the mirror. 
And yes, you from do. the reflection of the mirrors, I get I get full body apparitions. Yes, yes. And do you mind if we talk about one of them real quick? No, not at all. Okay. So Aaron, you guys, is a paranormal investigator. Aaron's um, a friend of mine. I we've known each other for a long time. I've done house parties with Aaron, and Jesus, Aaron, we've I don't know we've done have we done the seances? I mean, we've just done a lot in the past. Oh, paranormal investigating together. And yeah. one of the pictures that Aaron has gotten, you guys, this is an amazing picture. Uh, Aaron, you and Gary and the family went down to Cheers, the restaurant. I believe it's in Brooklyn, right? In the, is it in the no, it was, or it, it, was, it, was in, um, it was in Faneuil Hall, uh, Boston. Boston, okay. And that's where the where the original TV show was filmed, right? No, that was in Chestnut Hill, but we were in the other one, the second location. Okay, so where you have this picture, so I get a little of my information across here, but where you had this picture, I believe the picture that I have won, one of, that is that says Cheers on the front of it, and there was a picture of a little boy's head on the back of a woman's head. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That and it was, was reflection. It, it, and there was no connection to it, which is really bizarre. Yeah, it was a reflection. Well, when you say there's no connection, explain that. Uh, well, I mean, it, it looked like somebody was holding a handheld mirror outside the window and just had the boy's head. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. connection to anybody. It was just a boy's head, and he was smiling. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally bizarre. One of the first pictures I've ever taken, and that was one of the first we've taken that was completely unexplainable. Mhm, mhm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It, it, Very interesting picture. Yep. So you have more pictures of bodies that are in uh, well, reflections you know, of mirrors. You know the, the the one. You know I've been on your show before for um, the one from the window in Vegas, where that skeleton showed up behind me. Yes. That was that was a reflection. And then we have some from a um, mansion in Illinois that we investigated where there was a full-body apparition of a lady from the 1920s, 1920s, um, you know, 1900, early 1900s for sure. Standing behind wow. me, I mean, startling. That's amazing. <laughs> it's startling, but I think that that is where that's my that's where I get my my visions through, yeah. through mirrors, through windows, through you know. Yes, the reflections. Yes, the reflections. Hey, you know, for I'm, sure. I'm going to ask you. I know that. Um, I have had uh, two people, and I, I'm uh, waiting online for a long time. I want to grab their questions real quick. I'm going to ask you to hold on, and otherwise sure. I want to have you back on the show. Would you be okay with that? Sure. All right. All right, so hang on here. All right. Hello, caller? Hi. Caller? Hello. Oh, oh! When you're on hold this long, this long, you guys, you got to be doing the dishes or something. Um, hello, caller. 
All right. Well, I think what we'll do is they probably don't realize that we're talking to them. We'll put them back on hold a second here, and hopefully they'll uh, pick up the phone if we get back to them. All right, and who else do we have here? All right, hello, caller. Hello. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? All right. Well, um, you know, for the people right now that uh, we're hoping to get in and cannot get in here, we're going to try one more person here. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, this is Me Too. How are you doing? Me Too? Yes. Yes, how are you? Good. There's a there's an echo in the phone recording. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, honey, it's a terrible echo. I I don't even know if I can correct it. It probably has something to do with Blog Talk Radio tonight. So. Oh, okay. We're just gonna push through this thing. Okay, no worries. <laughs> All right, what's your name, honey? Um, it's Me Too. Me Too. Okay. And um, what question do you have tonight, Me Too? I just wanted to ask either, I guess, about if you see a relationship coming in for me or a move, either one. Okay. All right, a relationship or um, a move. Oh, positively a move. Now, uh, can I ask where you're calling from, honey? Yeah, from Texas. Okay. And... um, I for sure see you moving, for sure. Like in the different city so, or the same city? Oh, it's going to be the It looks like the same city. Okay, it looks so like the same city, yeah, yeah. And okay. um, and I think it's going to be uh, smoother than what you expect. A couple of hiccups, but I think it will all work out very, very nicely. Okay. Okay. And you know what? Alrighty. I want to say thanks so much for calling. Um, oh, no worries. Thank you. You you bet. Hey, you guys, this has been um, a wonderful show. Bill, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight, Bill. Thank you very much for having me on. I really love talking about this crying. Oh, my God. Well, I'd love to have you back on again, and I'd like you to actually do a little scrying and then – uh, give me some details. And then, Aaron, um, you've got such fascinating stories. Would you mind coming back on the show with us at a later time? Uh, yes. Oh, I'm right. sorry, this is Gary. Then, this, this, oh, it's Gary? Gary oh, yes, yes Gary. So, yeah, I'd love you guys to come back on the show, okay? Okay, that sounds good. All right, thanks. And I will I will be in touch with you guys then, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, take care, you guys. Good night. And good night, everybody. Good night. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, and we will see you right here next week at uh, Your Psychic Connection. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Oh,
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.